Welcome to the station of decapitation without your head. I'm Nasty Neil, and I'm joined by Lauren Levera, Sienna of Terrifier 2, which I assume a lot of people have heard about. I hope so. <laughs> so, I mean, it's crazy. Well, congratulations on the movie. And uh, I was going to ask what's that feel like, but obviously it's a good feeling that it's uh, doing so well and had a theatrical release and it keeps playing. Yeah, it's definitely crazy. Um, I, I feel really grateful, um, mainly for the fans. I can't believe how wonderful they've been and how accepting and welcoming they've been for the film and also for me as like kind of like a new scream final girl type thing. So I, I feel like people are really accepting of me in the community. So I'm just really grateful. Yeah. Was there actually along those lines, was there any concern? Maybe they, not you specifically, but the first movie is very much about art. Mm. And so the second movie really introduces the final girls. You say, was there any concern that maybe there would be a little bit of backlash about the movie, not just being about art? Oh, absolutely. Um, and I think, I think Damien was probably the most concerned about it because he loves Sienna. He, he loves that character so much. He based it off of people in his own life about like um, Red Sonia, who he's a big fan of, and also based it off of himself. So I think it was really close to home for him. So I think he was really concerned. I was just psyched to be a part of it. Um, and yeah, I, I think there was a bit of a concern on my end that people would be just like, kill this bitch. We don't want to see her because they just love the villain, which I get. Villain is a much flashier character. I totally get that. Um, so it is really surprising that so many people did take to this, you know, strong female, you know, powerhouse lady. So I was just really, I'm always surprised when it happens because there is like, you're, you know, it could happen that fans don't like your character in any situation, but they seem to like her. So I'm pretty psyched about it. I saw in a previous interview, you did not see Terrifier before uh, taking the role. You are correct. I did not. <laughs> I, I did watch it a couple times in a row the day I was cast, though. Like, the day I was cast, I went home and I watched it. And then I at least watched it one more time. And I was like, wow, okay, this is what we're doing. Um, yeah. And I love it. And I think Damien, I really respect Damien and the risks he took in that film and continues to take. Yeah. And did you go and watch Red Sonja? Haven't. No, oh, all right, all right. Sorry, I, I will. I will. I will definitely go because I know Damien is a huge fan. But uh, but I didn't know about Red Sonia until like after filming Terrifier until recently. So but so I will. I will watch it. Eventually. Yeah, I think I'm more along his age. Right? Yeah, that's a movie from when I was younger. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, I'll definitely check it out. Listen, I'm all for like strong woman characters. So I'm down for it. So you didn't see Terrifier. So how, how did you um, hear about the role and like what interested you? Yeah, I mean, just like any role, I got it through my agency and um, I just got one set, one side. I mean, it's a scene, but we call it sides. Um, we got that and I just did it with my coach at like at his studio. And then I got a call back and then I did it again. And then my last one was in person with Damien and Samantha Scafidi, who was also there. And also Elliot, we did a chemistry read in KC that plays Allie. Um, so yeah, it was just like any other audition. It didn't feel special in any way, uh, but it turned out that it was kind of special. So when you're reading this script, um, you know, there's obviously stuff in there that's, uh, that's, that's going to be graphic, but did you realize how graphic the movie would be? No, I had no idea until after I was cast that like how graphic it would be. Um, yeah, it was definitely uh, 
definitely a lot. <laughs> it was definitely pretty crazy. Um, yeah. But you're a horror movie fan, so I assume the uh, uh, you're fine with uh, gr graphic films. Yeah, I definitely am. I mean, I love graphic movies. I, I appreciate the artistry that goes into gore. So I think that's where I stand as an audience member. And what's the vibe on set when you're filming something like that? It's hectic. It's long and dreary and daunting and all of those things. Um, but it's also something to behold because, again, as an artist, you just kind of look at it and you're like, oh, that's really impressive. Um, and that's how I felt most of the time on set working with these artists. Now, speaking of the movie being graphic, you know, there's reports that people puked and passed out during uh, screenings. Uh, when you read stuff like that, what goes through your mind? Um, I, I mean, I'm not super surprised. Uh, I, I don't think, I think those people that went into the film didn't know what they were getting themselves yeah. into. I really don't think they knew. I think they just were like, oh, a horror film during spooky season. Let me go see it. And then probably these are people that are expecting not terrifier too. So I'm not super surprised. And at the same time, it almost kind of feels like a badge of honor. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, I would be I would be happy that people puke during the I don't know if, about during the podcast, but uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Movie. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I saw you're credited as a, as for stunts in some movies. Um, So did you do your own stunts in Terrifier 2? I did. I did majority of my own stunts. I think there were two that Damien wouldn't let me do. And that included a high fall. So I don't really remember exactly if I, I don't know if you know or remember when it happened, but it's towards the end of the film. She falls like through a ceiling and you see like a body falling from the ceiling to like a very high fall. And you wouldn't let me do that. And then there was just a continuous part where she falls on her back that Damien, it's the same sequence. Um, so those are the two that he wouldn't let me do. But all the fight scenes, all of the other getting knocked around, all that other stuff, that was me. Well, was that, I assume it was a physically demanding role? Indeed it was. It was definitely very physically demanding, but I was happy to do so because it puts me in the mindset of the character, which I was really happy about. Yeah. Did you have a background? Oh, I know you did stunts in other movies, but what's your background in like uh, in fighting or, in, or anything like that? Yeah, I've been doing martial arts uh, for 20 years. So like my entire life. And I started with Taekwondo and um, I like kind of worked my way through other martial arts like Kung Mai, Wushu, Capoeira. And this is mainly because I've made so many friends who are martial artists and we all kind of, we'll all go to like a parkour gym and we'll all train together and we might show each other moves and stuff. Like th this is what martial artists do together. This is what we find fun. We just teach each other stuff. Um, so I was really lucky to make those friends and they're also, stunt performers so they're like you should do this like you can do this why don't you do this and i started doing it because i had friends that were like you could do that and i was like oh, okay i'll do it then <laughs> was that part of why i got you the role uh being no i don't think so i mean i think he just looked at my self-tape i don't even think he knew i was a martial artist by that point it might have helped him after all the callbacks and maybe he that did inform the decision but i mean i think originally it was just how i interpreted the character um which i was really you know grateful for so yeah th that would be something that i would want to ask damien about but from my knowledge i don't think he knew i was a martial artist at that point yeah so once you see yourself in i guess the red sonya inspired uh uh suit and the armor and, and the sword uh because when i talked to amelia she said she really got into character when she saw herself as uh, the little pale girl so once you see yourself in that what's you know what's the feeling like 
Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I think for any actor, it's not really until you get into the wardrobe that you feel like, okay, you're becoming the character. And I felt that way even when she was wearing like the clothes she wore to school. I was like, okay, I feel like I understand this person more. So I, I can do all the prep I want for this character, but until like the other crew members come in, like until wardrobe comes in, until hair and makeup comes in, and I'm like fully that character, that's when I fully feel like that character. Um, but yeah, it, I think I felt the most like Sienna when she was wearing the costume, but also covered in blood and water and mud. And I was like, okay, this is, this is the final Sienna. This is who she is now. Um, so yeah, that's probably what I felt. Well, speak of the water. What, what are the underwater scenes like to film? They were tough, man. They were tough. I mean, they were really cool and I've never acted underwater before, but I don't know. It was, it was a challenge that I was really excited to try and to see what, what would happen, what kind of like feelings it would, because it wasn't CGI. It was all practical, including the water. So it made it a lot easier for me as an actor to actually be there. It's funny. My manager was like, were you really underwater? And I was like, yeah, I was really underwater. She was like, that wasn't fake. I was like, no, I was really underwater. And I think that really informed my performance because I was truly for like at a minute at a time would have to come up, catch some air, go back down. And I think it, as an actor, it was a gift to be able to have that and not to have to pretend to be underwater. Right. <laughs> now, I just read uh, earlier today, it was an interview with Damien where he said that the, um, they they didn't film the dismembered penis scene because they thought it would go uh, too far. Do you remember that in the script? Um, yeah, I remember all. I'm, I remember everything from the script. I remember reading, and I read the script like probably hundreds of times. But like to Damien's credit, when I read the script and then when I saw it on the screen, it really felt like he lifted the words from the pages and just like threw it on the screen because it was exactly how I envisioned it. But I do remember the penis scene and i remember thinking like yeah this is um this is this is gonna be good <laughs> this one's for the ladies they're gonna love this <laughs> yeah let's speak all the graphic stuff though like um has your family seen the movie and, and what, what do they think yeah i mean on opening night i went with my partner and my best friend and it's funny because my partner knows what i'm like and like i didn't want people to know i was there um so i was just like incognito with my hoodie and i was just like trying to like because i wanted to gauge truthful reactions right. from the audiences meanwhile my best friend is sitting next to me and she screams when i'm on screen like the moment i'm on screen she's like Look! And I was just like, dude, please shut, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Just shut up. And like I had to, she was like, what? I'm excited. Um, so, and she's not even a horror fan. So it was funny that she was just like happy to see me on screen. Um, yeah, it was definitely interesting. I mean, it was, it's a fun movie, even though it is like scary and unsettling, it's still fun for people to watch. And it's even more fun when you get to do it with people that you love being around, which is why I think it had such a great wonderful theatrical release because it's just fun to see with an audience whether you know them or not and because i was in the film i think it was even more special to watch it with my family they were just all really supportive yeah yeah i was at fright fest uh when it played and you know it had a huge uh turnout and then i saw it again in boston uh when they uh, in theatrical and it is a movie that's fun to watch with an audience because everyone's reacting 
Totally, totally. And I, yeah, and I think that's why it keeps, I think it's even still in theaters. I have to double check on yeah. that. Don't quote me on that. But I think it's still in theaters because people still want to see it in a dark room with strangers. And I love that. Yeah, originally it's just going to play like a few days, I think. And then it just kept getting expanded. It was only supposed to be like a weekend. I mean, to be fair, it wasn't even supposed to be in theaters. Like we didn't think that would happen. And then it just kept happening. And yeah, it's something to be really excited about, but definitely not something it's unprecedented. It's not something we would have thought actually would happen. Yeah. When uh, I, my friend, I took my friend Annabelle to see it. Uh, and at that time it was just playing one time. It was like seven o'clock on Sunday. Uh, and that was the only time it was playing. Yeah. 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 And it just keeps getting, it kept getting expanded. It's wild, dude. So thank you for watching it in theaters. I appreciate that. Yeah, of course. So, um, you know, then Stephen King's talking about it and, you know, you probably know who that guy is. He's, he's yes. pretty well, you know, people, he knows what he's talking about in horror, I think. So when you see stuff like that, you know, I, it's kind of a silly question. Obviously you feel good, but you know, when you see Stephen King talking about your movie, what's that feeling like? I, again, like it was just such a surprise every, like from the moment it was released to today, I just keep getting surprises. Nothing like it just is not ever anything that I would have expected. I would have never thought that Stephen King would watch it, let alone say something about it. Like I was like, what? Two tweets, this guy? Like it was just wild. Um, yeah, I was just I was really excited. I was like, wow, people are watching this film, even Stephen King. And now that he said it, more people are going to watch this film. So it was just, again, a huge surprise, but something I was really grateful for. But yeah, it didn't feel real. It still kind of doesn't, to be honest. Yeah. Now, your character, well, the, the sequel really expands on the mythology of uh, of art and, and, and introduces your character. And I don't want you to spoil anything, but are you aware of uh, like what art is and your relationship, your character's relationship with art? Like, is this something Damien talked to you about? Yeah, he's he definitely. So we went out to dinner after I was cast. Dave, Damien and I, we all went to um, where did we crap? Where did we go? I think Outback. We went to Outback Steakhouse and um, it was delicious. It was a great time. And he told me his ideas for this film and future installments. Um, I don't know what has changed because I know, for example, like he had to change the ending of this film because it was similar to another film that came out only a year ago. Um, so he had to like revamp it and just change it. So I think it's constantly changing and taking on a new life and evolving. Um, so yeah, I do have a a good idea of what's going on. Nothing I can really share, but yeah, I, I, I think I, I think I know. When you, when you, when you read the fan, uh, like, uh, theories, do any of them come close? I don't, you don't have to say who, but yeah. 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 I don't. I don't think I've read any personally that have come close to be fair. I don't think I have. And about the ending there that he had to uh, revamp it. Was that after you've actually finished the movie? Cause you know, I know you guys were filming during COVID and then it, you had a couple years you have to wait to get it released. Or- yeah. Yep. I, I was definitely finished. I finished October, 2020 and they were still working on stuff, but yeah, it was pretty much finished and they filmed the ending and they had to refilm a different ending. Like it was all done. <laughs> so they had to like redo it and it did help because it was during the pandemic and, you know, he had the time to do it. But yeah, everything was done. So I'm sure it was really frustrated. I it, I didn't have to do anything. It was probably really frustrated for Damien and whoever he brought back to set for that because 
yeah, it was a lot more work to have to, and a lot more money to have to put into it. Mm-hmm. I saw in the Q and A that they show with David and Damien after the theatrical uh, release that uh, like they expanded the really long death scene that goes on and on uh, because they had time to to do stuff because you know it was during COVID. Was there anything else that was expanded? The any scenes that were expanded? God, more expanded than they already were. <laughs> it is a very long movie, which I did have. I didn't know about going into it. I was like, it's weird that it's like almost two and a half hours, but it does. It doesn't seem long when you're watching it. No, I don't think he expanded. I think he cut. I because I, there were definitely scenes that didn't make it into the film that I remember like seeing or even being a part of. I was like, oh yeah, like we did do that. I wonder if that will ever be seen. Um, but I don't think anything else was expanded to my knowledge. I do know that they did do more of like the abracadabra stuff, like the death scene in there. But yeah, I don't think anything else to my knowledge. I could be wrong. I think there were, there was just cutting. They were like, we need to cut this film down. There's too many ideas. Um, so yeah, to my knowledge. So had you talked to David before going to Outback? Cause if you only saw him as, as art, I don't know what you would have thought, you know, what is up with this guy? Yeah, yeah no, I didn't. I don't, th- I don't think I did. I think, and I think that was part of Dave's idea to um, meet me in person as a human, like a regular guy, just so I wouldn't be so daunted when I do have to work with him because we're, we're going to have a long journey together. Um, and yeah, he's just such a sweet guy. He's so much different than art, obviously. Um, and we had a blast. And I always feel supported by both him and Damien. So I, I'm really grateful for that time we had at Outback Steakhouse because uh, it set the tone for the relationship that we all have now. Let me get Outback as a sponsor. There's a lot of plugs. Right? Like, listen, we had like that lava cake. Like, I think we all shared it. Whatever it was, it was like a chocolate lava cake. Like, I'm kind of hungry for it now. It was delicious. (laughs) I would be more worrisome if you said David is just like art. That would probably be a... Yeah, yeah. But no, he he actually is a very talented actor. So he's nothing like the character he plays. Yeah, I've had him on a few times over the years. But he's on Facebook and everything. He's a really nice guy. He's, He's really cool, yeah. So um, have you started doing uh, conventions yet? I have done one so far. I've done Monster Mania. It wasn't this past weekend. It was the weekend before, and it was a blast. I had so much fun. I'm so, like, there were, like, I was telling, I was telling a friend of mine, there were people that were so excited to see me that they were shaking, and I didn't know how to react to that. I was like, me like this person you care that much to meet this person and it just i was so humbled and i gave like the biggest bear hugs to so many people for that reason like i was just so it was such a wild experience and i'm so grateful that all these people connected to my character and connected to the film um so yeah i can't wait to do more i'm doing another one next month um i would do it every weekend if i could because the fans are just incredible yeah have you done any in in costume yet or would you do any (laughs) I would. Yeah. I'm actually talking to my conventions rep about it. Like we're in the talks of it. I already got like fitted because I couldn't wear the same costume. It's too fragile. And um, yeah, we'd have to make a new one. And obviously I'd want to wear a new one that was better made because the the other costume was kind of thrown together with duct tape. It was really uncomfortable and really awful. Um, So yeah. Plus that works. So since it was made, made by your character for Halloween. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. I mean, it does work, but like hopefully for conventions, I can have a much right. better made one that doesn't like give me cuts and bruises every time I move. Um, so yeah, but no, I'm totally excited to do like photo ops with people so they can feel like they're with Sienna as opposed to just Lauren. So yeah, hopefully that'll happen the beginning of next year. Hopefully. I know Amelie was excited about uh, possibly being the, the pale girl. at. Uh, oh, yeah, totally, totally. I want to dress up as the pale girl. It looks like a comfy costume and it's creepy. It's just such an iconic look. So. The hair was was tough. The, the, the hair. Yeah. I don't know if she actually had to wear a wig. Maybe sometimes she did, but. And she oh, said yeah. it was all her real hair because someone actually asked that because there was a picture of her with a bald wig on Instagram. But she said that was when they were molding her head. Oh, got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. No, definitely the teasing, the the frizzing up had to have hurt. So, yeah, she's a trooper. I mean, she's a trooper for a lot of different reasons. But I mean, yeah, that kid, she's going places. And a lot of people are asking now, what do you have coming up? Yeah, my my God, this is what like I my phone is blowing up right now. <laughs> so, so if I seem distracted again, like that's the reason um, so I'm not trying to be rude. But yeah, I'm getting a lot of like offers and roles coming in. And I'm super grateful for that. Um, none that I can really talk about, unfortunately, because they're, you know, I'm under contract, I'm under NDA. Um, however, there is one I can talk about because it's in post-production. It's called The Fetus. And I worked with Bill Mosley. I played his daughter in that film. Bill Mosley, yeah. He is the man. He's He just has an abundance of dad jokes. And um, because I was playing his daughter, I, I'm sure it was even more. Um, yeah, I, he's the main reason why I even wanted to work on that film. And then I was pleasantly surprised to, to meet everyone else in the cast and crew who were lovely and capable and just wonderful people. Um, but yeah, Bill Mosley is, I would work with him on every film if I could. He's just so funny and so easy to work with. Uh, so yeah, um, that's coming out hopefully next year and I'll try to keep more people posted about it. Cool. And I also watched your short about st- extreme ironing uh, strangers thing, which was it was very fun. Oh my god! Oh my god! So cheesy and corny. I mean, I did it with friends. Like I was yeah. like, "Oh, what what would it be like to direct something and to write something?" So I like wrote it, got some friends together, and I was like, "Let's just make this really silly thing." Because um, I'm a huge like advocate. If you're an artist, create. Don't just wait for stuff to come. Like try to make it and see what you're capable of. Um, and it was just really fun to work with my friends who are just really funny. You know, I was living in Philly at the time, so I wanted to like showcase local Philly talent who are just like fantastic. Um, so yeah, thanks for watching, <laughs> but definitely not my best work. It was just my first time writing directing something. Okay. Would that be something you'd want to do more of though? Uh, maybe not extreme ironing, but uh, but r- writing and possibly directing things. Yeah, I've actually been writing a series um, with my best friend who I was talking about earlier. It's the same woman for years, like since before filming Terrifier. Um, And it's more of like a comedy, more of like a coming of age story. And I would love to definitely continue writing. I don't know about directing. I don't know if I have it in me. It's a lot of work, but it definitely producing. I, I plan on, I'm actually probably going to be a producer on one of the films that I was offered to me um, coming up soon again, that I can't talk about, but yeah. Um, would love to, you know, wear different hats, dip my toes in different aspects of the industry. Yeah. Oh, I wanted, did want to ask that. Did you get to see the movie? I know you saw it with audiences, but did you see it at any of the festivals? No, I didn't get the chance to do that. I, I think they were just too far. And I think I was working also at the time. But I love film festivals. I love checking out other 
people's art. Um, I mean, that would be the main reason why I'd want to go because I know what happens in Terrifier 2. Um, so hopefully in the future, I'll be able to go to more because I do love film festivals. It just didn't work out this time, unfortunately. Yeah, I understand. All right. Well, I know you got a lot. You're a busy uh, girl here. So you've got you've got people to talk to. So yes. you, well, maybe we can do part two at some point. Well, I really, I love that. And I really hope that your co-host feels better. Um, and hopefully we'll all be able to do it together next time. Yeah, very good. And where can people follow you? They can just put in Lauren Lavera. They'll find you. But. Totally. At Lauren Lavera on Instagram or at underscore Lauren Lavera underscore on Twitter. If that continues to be a thing, hopefully. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. All right. Very cool. Thank you. Thank you so much. I say I really did like Terrifier 2 and Terrifier. So. Oh, I'm happy. I'm happy. I can't it. take credit for Terrify too, but I did have Damien and, and David and Jenna on real before people. There was like a lot of buzz about Terrify just because I really liked it. And then it really blew up after that. But yeah. I was like, oh, it's cool. I do think word of mouth helps all these movies. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're so grateful for that. But yeah, let's try. Let's try to do this again. Like when I have more time, hopefully. Right. Um, and you, you're so fantastic. So easy to talk to. And I can't wait to watch it. OK, cool. Thanks. And you as well. Thanks, man. Have a good day. You too. Bye. I believe in vampires. Charlie, it's, it's going to be dangerous going into that house all alone, isn't it? I do not. I think you Chaos. Okay, okay.